0: Are you looking to enjoy the best of British food and drinks at a great price? Then you need to head over to Elephant and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash in Chicago, Illinois. You have happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., where any snack and share item of $11 or less is half price, and domestic droughts and house wine are $4. Think that's great? They also have fantastic daily specials. There's one and done Mondays where a specialty craft keg of beer is tapped at 5 p.m. and is poured until it's gone. Pints are only $3 and the keg rotates every week. You have Tin Up Tuesdays where all tins, or cans of beer to you American dummies, are 25% off. If you like wine, then you'll love Wine Down Wednesday where glasses of wine are a dollar off and all bottles of wine are half price. Thursday is locals only day where select Chicago droughts are $5.50. And if you like brunch, Elfin and Castle has you covered. Brunch runs from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and you can have mimosas and bloody marys for a mere five dollars. Come on down to Elfin and Castle and enjoy some great drinks and delicious food. And tell them that Mind Gap Podcast sent you. Hey there, we really appreciate you listening to Mind Gap Podcast. If you've listened this far, perhaps you'd be willing to listen a little further and do Justin and me a huge favor. If you like Mind Gap Podcast, please do us a solid and head over to wherever you're listening to this, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and leave a review and a rating. This helps us tremendously to get more visibility. Also, feel free to share us around. Find us on our social medias. Look for our Facebook page. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast. And spread the word of MindGap Podcast. Lastly, if you'd like to reach out to us with a suggestion, a thought, or anything else, feel free to email us at mindgappodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Thank you for listening. In a world of government shutdowns, trade wars, and overpriced video games, you need to have an investment partner that you can trust. Poop.com is here to help you take your money investments to the next level. Want a new computer? Hope it's not a Dell. You want to buy a boat? Stop it. That's a depreciating asset. Looking to buy a new home? Hope you know how to change your air filter on a monthly basis, you dumb dumb. Don't be mad. Poop.com will always be honest and real with you because you work really goddamn hard for your money and you shouldn't waste it on stupid shit. Here's a freebie. Keep it simple, Sally. Buy Food, Water, and the Dark Knight Trilogy. Just know that the third movie could be better, but Bane is awesome. Poop.com. Invest in your future, and invest in the now. You dummy. Mind Gap Podcast.
1: Oh, the Jonas Brothers are planning a reunion after nearly a six-year split.
0: Oh, that's so cool. I can't wait to see another Jonas Brothers, you know, mystery story. (laughs) I love reading those.
1: Um.
0: There's a mystery in the little town. Send out the Jonas Brothers. They'll figure it out. There's Danny. The Jonas Brothers are on it. The Jonas Brothers are on it. Danny, Ricky, and Hank.
1: Hank Jonas. My name's Hank Jonas. My name's Hank fucking Jonas. <laughs> I'm really old compared to my other brothers. Yeah, Hank Jonas.
0: Ten years older. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. They send um, Hank in to do all the dirty work. <laughs> so I've been uh, watching a lot of kids' movies lately. And a kid's TV show in particular. Uh, I just watched Wreck-It Ralph 2. Yeah, Abby knows what I'm talking about. Um, you
1: hear about that, Abby? Did I, uh, well, Yes. <laughs> yeah?
0: And I got to say, you know? I got to say, I was really disappointed in Wreck-It Ralph in Wreck-It 2. In wreck Ralph 2? And yeah. I fucking own it, so I'm even more disappointed.
1: <clears throat> Why were you disappointed in it?
0: Um... I'm trying to figure it out. I've watched it four times since Saturday. So, uh, good lord! Natalie apparently really likes it, um, but my problem is that
1: I don't understand the rules of the universe. Have you seen it? I have not. No, I cause I, I always have issues with uh, with um, sequels like that. Yeah, because I just I always I never trust that they're going to be good.
0: It got really good reviews, and I liked the first Wreck-It Ralph, but this one just I, – I didn't understand the premise. It was very, yeah. you know, whatever in the trailers. I'm like, I don't know, but it got good reviews. I'm like, all right, well, I've seen that before. Okay, and so we'll break it down for me. So it basically what happens is uh, Penelope von Schweitz's game uh, gets busted. All right? okay. The steering wheel gets busted, and so – in order to save the game because Mr. Litwack is like, the only way can get a steering wheel is on eBay and it's $200. He's like, that's more than this game makes in a year. He goes, I might have to salvage this game by Friday. So, you know, everyone that lives in that game is now doesn't have a home because he unplugged it. So they got to try and fix it. The only way they can fix it is to go into the internet and go to eBay and try to make sure they get a, get a steering wheel that can fix this game. Interesting. All right. I'm fine. I'm on board with that. It is what it is. And then
1: I was gonna say i already I already see I already see holes that I want to put plug, uh, sure,
0: um, pop in this, but yeah, um, I love how they personified the internet. It was really great what they what they did with it and everything as they go into the internet and things like that. Um, but what happens is they go to eBay they bid on it uh, Penelope and, and Ralph don't understand how bidding works so they're just trying to like shout the highest numbers that they can think of okay. so they they overbid for it by like you know $20,000 great so in order to get the steering wheel in 24 hours they have to earn $27,001 all right
1: which is just kind of bonkers tell um, me tell me I'm sorry can I jump ahead in the in the please. story uh, does does the cliffhanger come down to that one dollar? No. Okay, thank God.
0: No, because here's what pisses me off: the, hand, the 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 whole steering wheel is irrelevant to the rest of the story. Really? Yeah. They just abandoned it. Yeah. Oh, it great. feels like it. It feels like it. So they, it's kind of cool. They find like a, a a a spam guy who owns a shitty website where they can basically find video game items and then sell them to people for real money. Okay. All right, okay. but where I start getting loose with this is I don't understand the rules of this universe because they're going into these games and trying to find the items to then sell on this dude's website. All right, this dude is personified by Bill Hader, which is great. All right, so wait a second. So no, okay, shut up. So I got to keep going before you can <sighs> even because lo- I'm gonna get you even more lost before you ask any more questions. You gotta hang with me because it's gonna it's only gonna get worse. So they go into this game called Slaughter Race. Okay, it's like it's like Grand Theft Auto, but it's a racing game online. All right? And they're told if they steal this really amazing car, they can get $40,000 for it. All right? So they go into the game, and they try to steal this car, but it belongs to this video game character named Shank. I always want to call her Skank, and that's not right. Um, Shank, they try to steal it. They almost do. But then Shank goes, you can't have my car. But if you make a viral video, you can make money doing it that way. So one of the other video game characters in the game pulls out a phone, records Ralph doing something silly, and then they upload it to something called BuzzTube, in which case they tell him to go speak to the head algorithm whose name is Yes, and in doing so, they can start making viral videos to earn likes and then earn actual money. You follow me? This is where I get like, what world are we living in? Mm
1: -hmm. Because the
0: video game characters know there's something called BuzzTube where they can make a viral video and then earn money through this. How the fuck do these things know this?
1: Well, okay.
0: Answer the question. You're I, under oath. I,
1: how? <laughs> I like beer. Uh, I, uh, Your I don't, Honor, he is dodging the question. <laughs> You're goddamn right because it makes no sense. Uh, I don't understand so many things that you just went through. Yeah. First off, how do they know about like viral videos and what? How can how can someone pull out a phone and in a how can a video game character record a video and upload? That's way that's like, that's meta for the sake of being meta. Absolutely. Like that's way too many levels levels on levels on levels.
0: And that's what happens is then Ralph goes on and he just starts making a bunch of videos. He does like a ghost pepper challenge. He's doing like makeup tutorials. He's doing unboxing so he, things. He's so
1: he basically is just doing all the, like, they're just, all this is is fodder for, or for like, all the the memes and, and, mm-hmm. and popular things that the kids yeah. watch. That's the only draw to this is look at how many references we can make.
0: Yeah, and oddly enough, they referenced Tumblr
1: in it. I'm like, isn't Tumblr gone? No, Tumblr's not gone. Uh-oh. They just stopped. They They took away all the pornography on Tumblr.
0: That's right. That's right. I was like I thought Tumblr was gone. What a
1: weird reference. I mean it in it, it it's gone essentially. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, without porn, does anything really exist? The the Lord says no. So
0: Right. Um Amen. praise be. Um but so it's it's super duper meta so they're making these videos and and, and uploading the content and numerous times they're like <sighs> You know, news broadcasts from like know your meme, a TV show where they're like, no one knows who's uploading them, but these Wreck-It Ralph memes are just hitting the internet with a rage. Like, okay, so here's the them. thing.
1: So, so it posits that people in the real world mm-hmm. believe that someone is programming or or animating mm-hmm. this trademarked character mm-hmm. and uploading videos of this character doing, doing these, these things. These things. Is it is it saying that people in the real world think that Wreck-It Ralph is a real person, no. or is it saying that someone think someone, people are to believe that someone is uh, animating these things? The latter.
0: People are thinking someone. No one knows who the creator is, but someone's making these Wreck-It Ralph, you know, animating Wreck-It Ralph doing these things.
1: Okay, so then let's take that to the next step. The next logical step is the person who owns the trademark on the game and the character Wreck-It Ralph puts a cease and desist out. Uh they the they thing. monetize. They take oh. they take the monetization. You know like Yeah. There's so much, like if you're if you're playing off YouTube rules, mm-hmm. if you put something up that's trademarked by someone else, they can monetize it. They can take you they can keep it up, absolutely. But and they're guess, gonna make guess the money Who
0: owns it. Wreck-It Ralph? Disney. <laughs> Which by the way leads me to my next point. Like, look dude, I love Disney. I love cameos. There is a self masturbatory like Disney beaten here, where I'm like, we get it, really? we get it. You know how? Have you ever seen Oceans? Uh, um, <sighs> Oceans Twelve with uh, yes. There's there's with a part Ka- in there, Catherine Zeta Jones. Yes. Like the one
1: where they go over. Yeah.
0: There's a part where Julia Roberts plays. You know, like this character plays Julia Roberts. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So was yes, yes, like, I was yes. like, oh, it's so dumb or whatever. I thought it was kind of clever, but it was like, this is so dumb. It's Julia Roberts. Character playing Julia Roberts. It's what? Right. This is crazy. Well, at one point, you know, uh, they're trying to promote all of Ralph's videos, so they send Penelope to, um, you know, they want to send her out to help basically be the pop ups, you know? And uh, they're like, well, she's a video game character, so we should send her over to the video game place. And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't want her to go to Slaughter Race because she loves it and she wants to live in Slaughter Race now. So he's like, let's send her somewhere fun and happy, like Family Fun Land. They're like, cool. What's this pink castle? Let's send her there. It's the Disney website. Full of Star Wars stuff, full of all these sorts of cameos. I mean, oh my god! Jason Manzukas does a quick little bit in there, which was very funny. It, there's a there's a little thing that called "Ask uh, Ask Groot," and so people are coming <laughs> up and asking Groot questions, and he just replies with "I am Groot." Um, yeah, and Z- Mendoza has a wonderful little line where he's like, "In Captain America: The First Avenger, we're, with when Red Skull tries to get." <laughs> The Cosmic Cube. He states. He mentions the word the World Tree Idrasil. Are we to believe that you are a descendant of that tree? I am Groot. Thank you. He walks away. <laughs>
1: it's. <laughs> I really like that actually. And then I'll see the movie just for that.
0: And then, uh, she goes. Uh, Penelope goes and gets into a room full of all the princesses, and they have like this little thing. It's a bunch of like inside jokes about. It, it was just. It seems so gross to me. That's like, hey guys, did you know this is a Disney movie? Right. We, I just, we, we oh, can do this. Man. We can do this. Like, cause it's, I, Disney's here.
1: I, the first Wreck It Ralph, I thought was really, really good. Mm-hmm. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I thought it had a nice storyline. I thought it, uh, you know, it did its job in teaching. It. All these movies have, like, that moral lesson you got to learn. And I thought it did that uh, in a way that, like, even adults were like, oh, yeah, this is fun. I can, I can dig this. Yeah. But. This just sounds like again, like just one giant, just celebration of itself. And it basically, how many how many references and and winks can we throw in there, just just to attract children?
0: Well, not only that, it was you know, first of all, in the beginning, you know, they're plugging in a new what they think is a new game, but it's at the Wi-Fi, and so they're waiting to see what it's going to be, and it comes up as Wi-Fi, and Ralphie's like Ralphie. <laughs> Ralph's like, he's like, wifey, Wiffy? He's like, well, it's either a wiffle ball game or it's a arranged marriage game, you know, which I'm like, whoa, that's that's kind of a, whoa, okay.
1: That's an odd joke to throw in there, but and okay. Then,
0: and then Sonic is there and Sonic goes, actually, Wi-Fi. And he gives like the whole like definition of what it is. And the first thing I think is like, Sonic, what the fuck are you doing in an arcade? You're not in any of these <laughs> arcade games. Get the fuck out of here. That was kind of my beef with the first game. Too. The first Sonic movie where Sonic like,
1: is just hammered and he's just like, I got nowhere else to go. I was like,
0: you're a console game. What are you doing? You have no arcade games. What are you doing in here? Same thing with sh- like the first one where... Are you sure uh, he doesn't have an arcade game? If he does, it's it's a lost cut. I don't think so. <laughs> it's like when uh, Felix in the first one goes, oh, that must be Mario! Mari-able. Mariable, Jesus. That must be Mario. Fashionably late, fashionably late as always. I'm like... Mario's a console gamer. Now, you could argue that right. there is the super, there is the Mario game, arcade game, but yeah. I'm like, really, guys? Really? Like, like Bowser's yeah, he, in there? I'm like, Bowser's <clears throat> not in an arcade
1: game? What the fuck you is threw he doing that, in there? You threw that in there strictly just to get that poll, that reference. And yeah. he
0: doesn't show up, So, which is probably because they couldn't pay enough for Mario to show up. But that being said. Also, he's Italian. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know how they feel about that. But, you know, you have Sonic who's there, and I'm like, why the fuck are you here? And secondly, how do you know what Wi-Fi is? You're in an arcade. You guys don't have any access to any information because it's actually a a mode of interconnectivity which helps humans connect to each other for shopping. And I'm like, how do you know this? Like this is right. What? Like I I, just I don't understand the rules. Trying
1: so hard to be so meta, man.
0: I don't understand the rules of what's happening, And, and not only that. You know, Penelope she wants to stay in the slaughter race game because it's 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 a. The world isn't like set it's not like the same tracks every single time so she wants to yeah but I'm like if you fucking die in there which is a, this is a grand Theft auto world I'm like you are dead you're oh, dead right, if
1: you because if you die outside your game you die
0: and they make that point because at one point it's like gonna start it's gonna restart it's gonna shut down because there's a problem they're like we gotta get her out of there or she's gonna die I'm like and then at the end of the movie um, she goes uh, good news Ralph um, they coded me in so that if I die then you know I'll regenerate I'm like who coded you in Who did? Right. Right, yeah. Which one of you did that? Because I'm pretty sure whoever programs this game and does updates does not know that you're here. And they would see you as a problem and they would fucking delete your
1: ass right out. They're going to go, oh shit, someone hacked our servers. Uh, They're writing stuff to our servers. We need to lock this down and delete this character. Oh,
0: here's this thing that was from an arcade game called Sugar Rush. What? Like, what the fuck? They
1: coded me in. You know who did it? It was fucking Sonic.
0: Ugh. There's that just prick. there's just a lot of things where I'm like I don't get the I, I got lost in the in the probably the minutia of it but it, 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 those are the things <laughs> that like blare at me where I'm like uh wait what like right uh what are we doing I don't understand it how was, do you know
1: this It was like if ready player one took acid mm mm-hmm. Mhm and then was just like, how many more things can we throw in just for the fuck of it? Yeah, I was, I was not impressed. I just, I remember,
0: it, I, I hate that feeling where I'm about halfway through and I'm like, mm, I don't think this is going to win me over. I, yeah, I don't think this. Is, I think I'm, gonna, I'm going to get lost. I'm going to get lost. In now this. the big,
1: now the bigger question in all of this is, is uh, as you're watching it with Natalie, presumably you watched it with Natalie, yes, four times. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as you're watching it with Natalie, are you explaining to her why this movie is garbage? No. I mean, I feel like you should be.
0: I mean, I will when she gets older. i would be like, hey, you ever thought about this? You know this movie that you find is beloved? Let's talk about some of the flaws.
1: (laughs) I just want to see you sitting with a three-year-old and just completely Mm -hmm. destroying a movie for that individual. Just going, this is why this is garbage. You want to talk about terrible, uh, terrible narrative? Let me break this down for you. Well,
0: that, that brings me to my second show that she's really into right now, which is called PJ Masks. Have you ever heard of this show?
1: PJ Masks.
0: Yes. It's on Netflix, season one, if you want to check it out. And you want to make sure you have your gun next to you so you can blow your brains out while you're watching it.
1: Oh, Uh, yeah. Oh, no. For sure. I know PJ Masks. And I'm not even even being facetious. Mm -hmm. I absolutely know PJ Masks.
0: Yeah. So for
1: anyone who's not aware... Our our cousin's uh, (laughs) kids are mm -hmm. super fucking into this. Yeah.
0: So the way this works is there's three kids, Amaya, Connor, and Greg. I think it's Greg. And basically, um, what they oh, do Greg. is. Oh, Greg. Oh, Greg. They have uh, these pajamas that they wear. I don't know. None of this is fucking explained, and it drives me bonkers. But essentially, um, they're normal kids by day, and by night, they have PJs that turn them into an owl, uh, a lizard, or a gecko, I'm sorry, and, and a cat. So Connor's cat boy, Greg is gecko, <laughs> and Amaya is owlette. And they go and they solve and fight crime at night. Between three different villains, there's Romeo, a mad scientist. There's Luna Girl, who somehow has moon powers, and then there's like the night ninja dude with his ninjalinos. And they just constantly are getting into trouble at night.
1: He's got the ninjalinos.
0: And uh, I'm sitting there just going, "Well, something will happen." They're like, "All right, guys, we'll take care of this tonight." I'm like, "Okay, so massive trouble happening. You're just gonna wait until the nighttime?" Okay, cool. <laughs> what you gotta finish school first?
1: You fucking lazy ass. Also, uh, I mean, do these kids never sleep? That's my second question. I'm like... Because that is... I feel like this is cause for grounding.
0: Right? I I mean, there's a lot of things we have to cover here. All right. Uh, Next thing...
1: First off, in this write-up here, one thing I want to cover is it says, when they put on their pajamas (laughs) and activate their... When they put on their pajamas and activate their animal amulets... Where did they get these animal amulets? Oh,
0: there's further questions to ask beyond that, Justin, because they have a totem pole base in the middle of town that no one ever seems to talk about that has, I'm sorry, airplanes and cars that they all know how to drive. I'm like,
1: wait, like the, it, it turns into, it's like a, uh, it's like a transformer where like they go into it and they can pull things out of it. Oh or, no, they just have. Or not th- a transformer, a, uh, uh, like a Megazord type thing.
0: Yeah, it's just, a, it's just a giant totem pole where that's where their base is and they each have their own vehicles that reside in there and they know how to drive and all of them.
1: And how old are these children?
0: Uh, I mean, so, one episode, one of them wasn't old enough to get on the big kids playground. So very young. So they also have technology. Like where the fuck do they get this stuff? Hmm. I don't, I don't agree with any of this. No, I have huge problems. I'm like, what is happening uh, here? I don't know where their parents are because there's one Christmas episode where they go and save Christmas, like on Christmas
1: Eve. I'm like, where the fuck are your parents? <laughs> like, what's happening here? I like, I, I'm just, I'm reading through some of this here and just, I, I, when on a mission, Connor Catboy likes to narrate his actions. His main flaws are his impulsiveness and his need to control flaws which can be exploited by the team's opponents. His vehicle is the cat car mm-hmm. located in the middle segment of the PJ Masks' tower. His bedroom is on the second floor of a blue blue-roofed blue-doored house next to Amaya's house. Connor has a cat that is named after him. There's so many things in this. Yeah. Yeah. It's I feel like... like it's teaching I feel like it's teaching children don't listen to your parents, don't sleep, dress up and fight. Well, I of course have
0: just twisted thoughts as to what's actually happening here. I imagine this is some one of the things is this is some weird form of purgatory. That these kids are <laughs> <laughs> these kids are dead and they're living in this like fantasy world where they're trying to figure out what's going on but because they just can't deal with the fact that they're dead. Because their parents aren't anywhere around. They go to school and they're, like, learning things, but they, they keep going to the They have
1: unfinished business, but they don't know what that business is. They don't is. know how to move
0: on to the next life. I'm also thinking that, like, they've been programmed to think that they're doing, like, really great stuff, but they're actually, like, assassins that, you know... It's like the Pyro from TF2. In his eyes, he's seeing all these, like, wonderful things, but they're actually yes. doing horrible murdering. These these kids are just committing genocide. They're yeah. Just, like oh no we gotta stop the Ninjalinos. but they're actually going into Iraq and killing like ISIS or something I don't know like just they're
1: <laughs> they're going in and just like anywhere Greenpeace is they're just going in and murdering them just slaughtering volunteer whole handed you know just straight up like <laughs> he's
0: like super gecko strength he's just like break someone's neck you know but <laughs> and their mind this is what they see
1: <laughs> you could also I mean PJ Masks Am- shout hooray because in the night we save the day. Yep. I have nothing I have nothing to say to that. They never that do. Chant. They never do. <laughs> I want to know where the fuck they get these amulets. <laughs> like where did they where like who who fucking gave these children superpowered amulets? And why? That's why. What irresponsible or fucked up sadistic adult did this? I'm telling you, dude, it's either
0: they're in purgatory. <laughs> these kids are cursed or, is what it is. Or they're assassins and they think that they're activating the amulets but really what they're doing is just like loading their weapons and firing is what they're doing
1: <laughs> <laughs> the team base is hidden in a totem like structure it is not park, hidden
0: it is not hidden it is very much visible to everybody it is there's which no which also way.
1: Ha- which also houses a crystal that grants them their abilities okay so these kids okay. need since when these kids need pajamas they need animal amulets and they need a crystal to get this shit going mm-hmm This sounds like they're on drugs too. Yeah, and they need PCP, and then they're fucking set to fight fight bad guys.
0: I also want to do an episode like twenty years from now, where they look back, and it's just like you know, it's it's like that uh, unauthorized version short film of uh,
1: Power Rangers, you know, after the fact, absolutely, like what they're doing, you know. Dude, I'm not lying to you. We need to make that. (laughs) We have to make. We have to make this. (laughs) That would be amazing. But here's the thing, we don't call them by their names. We never reference it. We just have someone in blue onesie pajamas, like just feet mm-hmm. pajamas, someone in red and someone in green, and we just write the worst like the most the saddest story ever.
0: Well, I, I have what what it is is like two of them come to terms with the fact that they've been a little off their whole lives. <laughs> they've gotten to rehab, but Connor Connor I was going to say Cat it's got to be Connor. Connor. Connor
1: was my choice too.
0: Catboy he escapes. He escapes his rehab, and he goes into hiding, and in just for years. And what we start realizing is there's these string of murders happening in the city, and no one can figure out why. And the other two, Amaya and Greg, go out one night, and they just hear from the shadows. They're like, "PJ Max, masks shout, hooray, because in the night, we save the day." And they start like freaking out, and looking around. And he's here. Mm-hmm. Super cat jump! And he just jumps out like with a knife and he's like got right. <laughs> he's in a catwoman suit. And he's got like claws. He's just like murdering yeah. people.
1: He uses sprints and sprints fast using super cat speed. He mm. just screams, Super Cat speed. That's what he's they do. Just, That's literally what they like, do. He's dragging his foot as if it's broken. <laughs> just super cat speed. You can't catch me, guys. You can't catch me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what they, it's really
0: like a 1960s Batman is what it is. Sure, yeah. they'll say, yeah, they'll yeah. like, uh, what they say, like, fluttering feathers. Feathers, I can't believe this is happening right now.
1: Like, just. Ah, gross. Yeah. Nope. I don't like it. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, Doug, fan. they actually have two catchphrases. When they're going out to fight their enemies, it's PJ Masks. We're on our way into the night to save the day. Mm-hmm. And then once they've, once they have achieved victory, it's the other one you've been saying.
0: Yeah. Gargling geckos.
1: <laughs> Gargling geckos.
0: I don't know. I mean, maybe that's right. I don't know. They like that's, to use alliteration.
1: Maybe, maybe when, maybe that's how Greg, for a long time, that's how Greg made his money. Gargling, is he just went to Mexico and he he did some shows that he's not very proud of anymore. Like
0: super gecko strength. <laughs> or that's another one. Like for a long time, Greg has to do with the fact that he can't go camouflage, like he can't stealth. He's like, super gecko stealth, and he just stands there like Greg. <laughs> we can see you. He's like, it used to work. It's like, no, it didn't. It never super worked.
1: Super gecko stealth. He just stands there and he just here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Greg, can you please Greg. sit back down? <laughs> sit down, Greg. All right. Sorry. Sometimes All right,
1: sorry. sometimes I just wish I could disappear.
0: I know, Greg. <laughs> I know. Let's talk more about that.
1: Can I my gecko mobile? <laughs> it goes underwater. You can also Where's, drive, and he's got a gecko named Lionel, and they have to break it to him that Lionel has been dead for thirty years.
0: Like you never had a lizard, you had a dog. Never, uh, Greg, Actually, you Never, ah, Greg. Actually, never. No, a lizard, here's man. even darker. Lionel was his baby brother that died when he was young.
1: Oh, I don't. Oh man, <laughs> this is this is going to this is going to a place, man.
0: They all have trauma. They don't realize what it is, but it's it's something dealing with their their past, and they they hide. At night, it's hard to sleep. I,
1: it's hard to sleep at night when you're all alone. So they go on these adventures together. I, I'm not going to lie to you. We have to make this. Sh- we have to make this short. This is this. This will happen. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sitting this this watching. Produced like, by Mind Gap Podcast. I'm like, how can we do this? Oh yeah. No, guys. We Doug and I <clears throat> be on the lookout. Uh, somewhere <laughs> in 2020, we will be dropping our short for uh, uh, PJ Masks. Uh, PJ Masks. 20 years later. PJ Masks, the truth is revealed. <laughs> PJ Masks, when the sun rises. There you go. <laughs> when the sun oh, sets no, on the night. PJ, that does make PJ sense. PJ Masks, the break of dawn. There you go.
0: <laughs> the, which, PJ Masks, the edge of twilight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. Oh, Look, I understand. Like, I, I get... Like kids, kids shows, and people, you know, people dig on this, and it, it's. I'm sure they teach, you know, in some capacity. They do. I'm sure they teach valuable lessons. They really and do and that, but I just don't know if I could ever, like, in good conscience, like, pitch. But here's okay. Let me play devil's advocate. Is this any any worse than what you and I geek out about no. with with Marvel well, or anything like yes, that?
0: Yes, it is worse. <laughs> it's different because our it, stuff has better villains, has better <laughs> heroes, has better story development, has better background. Okay. Dude, you want to talk about okay. one-note villains? Jesus Christ. These guys, <laughs> there's Romeo who's just some mad scientist who's like, "I just want to take over the world." <laughs> and I'm like, "Why? Why? Why are you going to do that? To what end?" Is there really
1: only forty-eight episodes of this?
0: Well, I've seen and twenty shorts. I've well, most of them. Each episode has like three shorts in them. So
1: interesting. So I see. I feel like this has been on for years, but this is still relatively new.
0: I feel like it's been on for years. I feel like I've been watching it for years.
1: Have you have you uh, made the made the corner and started watching them again?
0: Yeah. Because we've so gone through them all, and she's like, I want to watch PJ Masks. I'm like, life. fine, start it over. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs>
0: Here comes the one where they they slow everything down, and the cat's slowing in slow motion. Brr. Oh, here's the one now where they have the shrink ray, and Connor gets shrunk, and he's mad because he doesn't want to be small. He wants to be tall. Brr. Here's the now one where Amaya th- thinks she's really good at soccer, so she's not playing as a team, so she's going off and getting herself in trouble. Brr. Here's one where Connor, I'm sorry, Greg, he's scared to skate, so he's afraid to fight Luna Girl and use her lunar board because he's afraid he's going to mess up. Blah. I've seen a few.
1: I was going to say, yeah. Now, does Natalie make you watch them with her?
0: No. She says she wants to watch them, and that's usually where I zone out. Or I was going to say,
1: like, if, you, if you get up and move, does she does she call you back to the couch and, like, you sit your not. ass here,
0: Dad? Absolutely not. Because actually what I've done during that time is I've read a lot, and for the record, I finished 100 bullets.
1: Oh. Ooh, Dougie, how did that end up for you? Well, let me tell you what.
0: The ending left something to be desired, <laughs> but okay. the journey was fucking fantastic, and I don't say that very often. Usually I'm pissed off if the ending doesn't pay off, but goddamn, this
1: was a fun ride. Okay, all right, all right. What? Without spoiling it, what did the ending lack for you?
0: It just sort of ends. like th- It seems like it's building towards something. There's a lot of... There's still a lot of shit that I don't even know. Or really understand what happened, honestly. Okay. There's a lot of um, moving parts, and the rider definitely does not hold your hand. There's okay. a lot of things that happen. And you're like, wait, huh? And you just kind of roll with it. Um, but it's a ton of fun, and the ending—it just sort of. There's a lot of characters that you followed for a long time that just sort of unceremoniously die, which I didn't really have a problem with. It's kind of Game of Thrones like. In some ways, where okay. it's like, okay, this character's going to die now. And you're like, oh, well, that's interesting because I thought they were going to be more important. But then you realize that there's just a lot of cloak and dagger shit happening in it. And you're like okay, trying to figure out who's on whose side and what's happening. And it kind of gets a little like overwrought with like who's working together and who's not. People okay. are sort of switching sides and stuff like that. And you're like, <clears throat> Jesus Christ. And uh, there's characters that you like that just sort of die. And you're like, oh, but then you're like, meh, that kind of makes sense.
1: So there's no big payoff though there
0: really isn't a big payoff at the end it's, yeah. it's a lot of it is morality tales is kind of what it is like there's a lot of individual stories where you're learning about these characters about what they've done and there's times where you're like rooting for them like, like oh yeah like this person because there's there's no good people in this story these are okay these are these are all bad people <laughs> okay who do bad things <laughs> but occasionally you'll see a situation where they do something and you're like fuck yeah That's that's what like for example um like this just came out of nowhere but there was this um, kid whose his dad and his dad's girlfriend killed this kid's mom and because this guy his dad's girlfriend wanted a baby so they cut the eight month year old baby out of this kid's mom and. This kid is just, like, in the panels that you see him, he's just sitting there, like, can like, what the fuck is happening? This horrible, gruesome murder happened. His mom got murdered. He's holding this baby that eventually dies. And he's like, ah. And then one of these main characters comes in and just brutally murders this dude's dad and this guy's girlfriend. And he's like, come with me. Jesus. He's like, come with me, kid. He, like, saves the kid. And, like. Yeah. <laughs> and you look at him. Jesus Christ. And you look at him, you're like, holy shit. He did something really cool. And like when his boss goes to talk to him about it, he goes, fuck you. Like almost like, why'd you do it? He goes, go fuck yourself. That's why. Like, <laughs> he's, like wow, he's like, I did it. He's like, I did it because it was the right thing to do. Like I don't need to hear your shit. Like
1: <laughs> so, so this, uh, this, this book definitely would not have any issues with the, uh, the morality, uh, or the, uh, the thought experiments. It just goes, nope, go in and kill him. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot
0: of violence in this, Fr- yeah. pretty pretty brutal violence as far as uh, how how these guys go about doing stuff. But um, one of like the coolest panels I've ever seen. Um, I actually made it my Facebook cover photo. Um, it's mm. the way that it's drawn and everything like that. What happens after that panel? Pretty fucking gruesome. But um, it was like one of the coolest things because this guy who's uh, really important, prominent figure. Who's very well protected is like having an affair with this lady in a cabin, but she's also giving him really important information. When he comes out of the cabin, he sees all of his bodyguards dead, like shot and everything like that. And he's like, What the <clears> fuck? <throat> and he looks in the distance and he sees these two guys in suits with his family. And they, he's just like, Oh no! Like he realizes what's about to go down. Like these guys yeah, are yeah. basically going to hand him his shit. And uh, it was like, It's such an ominous panel. There's no words. It's just them, and, you, and if you at that point you realize that this
1: guy's fucked. Like, there's no. <laughs> These guys are so well trained. Like, I'm really gonna have to read this because this this is everything you've you've described throughout the entire uh, time. you've been reading this made, makes it seem like it's a really fucking good. And the well, the covers that you showed me to the uh, mm-hmm. panels you showed me last week when we were yeah. uh, we recorded face to face, the like beautiful artwork and absolutely just stunning. So like, if if the story itself regardless of how it pays off if the story itself is that solid then it's definitely something I think I might need to check. Well I mean
0: out. it's won, I think six Eisner awards which is a really prominent awards in the comic book industry and the writing in it is just fantastic the artwork is beautiful um, again it gets kind of lost in its own circus sometimes as far as whenever you try to craft I can't imagine like trying to figure out that's kind of the thing is like I don't I'm like I don't know how they're going to end this It seems like it's building towards something and then it just sort of goes and kind of like kind of muffs the punt at the end. But um, I still just really enjoyed the whole journey. It was really, really fun. Um, My only beef is that um, almost all the women that are in it are like drawn very hot and almost all of them have thongs and you almost always see them like thongs poking out of their jeans and stuff. I'm like, come on, guys. Can we try a little bit harder? (laughs) Like, right. Yeah. Can we do a little That's bit more? Fair. And they also made it seem like everyone's <clears throat> just like horny all the time. I'm like, I don't think this is the case. Like, like it, not only that horny, but they also act on it.
1: Oh, so it's 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 un unrestricted, unbridled, just lust. Like I'll give, you, I'll give you an
0: example. Like, there's a scene where there's these these folks are in the diner, and if you, as you notice, like in the background, like the waitress who's like a bigger girl, like goes to the back room with um a skinny cook, and she basically like almost assaults the guy like pins him down pulls off his pants because she's like horny and wants him and he's telling her no and this is happening like as you're like seeing this conversation it's like happening in the background i'm like why are we why are we saying this this is not important like what's happening right now i'm like this is really disturbing that this is happening and uh yeah it's 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 very interesting but it's it deals a lot with like what's right what's wrong and and really it, it it gives you the it, always, it starts right off with the very first story, which is if someone were to hand you a suitcase, and in that suitcase was a gun and 100 bullets and a photo with irrefutable evidence that, that that is the person who ruined your life, and the gun and the bullets were untraceable, meaning that if you killed that person, no one will ever know. There will never be any repercussions. You will get away with it. You're <clears throat> guaranteed to get away with it. What would you do? And
1: so, and and again, let me go back to this, this initial premise because I want to, so this, the, the person that's whose photo and the evidence that is in this briefcase is someone who's ruined your life. Yes. Not someone's life. This person has directly affected your life. Yes. Okay. So see, that's different than the initial way that I think I understood it, which was this person has just done something that's bad to someone in the world. But this, this, the, 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 specifically, it's to you. Yes.
0: So let's okay. say, for example, um, let's say that um, you know at one point in time, um, your grandparents um, died in a nursing home fire. Didn't think anything of, and then this person hands you a suitcase, and you realize there was a, a guy that actually set fire to it to collect insurance. Okay. And there was irrefutable evidence in there. What would you do? You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of thing that this that that happens, and it's it, it really it's it's the crux of this is to see what people will do when given this choice.
1: Yeah. Now let me. <clears throat> so let me ask a, a couple more follow-up questions. Then. So if let's say in this scenario we're painting out here, and I don't know if this ever happens. Or if this, you know, this could be, you know, cer- certain story plot points, and and it would be ruining it. But if let's say in this scenario uh, I went off and I went great yes I will absolutely murder this person so I go and kill him but then it turns out that that kid has a family mm-hmm. or that that person has a family and so now I've affected them could my name end up on in a briefcase given to them mm-hmm. like is this basically a chain reaction like this is a never-ending cycle of violence
0: it can be but it's used for a different purpose you would okay. be you would be tapped you're usually tapped because the person who's handing you the briefcase potentially could use you for something with their with their agenda. So they're giving you the opportunity to get revenge, but it's also benefiting them as well.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: And more or less it's an opportunity to see how will you handle this and what
1: will you do. So is the person handing out these this briefcase or these briefcases is this some like benevolent creature or is this it's like It's a dude it's just a dude. It's okay. an old dude. But it's the same. It's the same dude. Correct. So we don't know if he's the devil, if he's God, if he's nobody. He's, if he's a re- somebody. he's a
0: regular dude.
1: Okay. All right. That's interesting.
0: He's a regular dude. And do they
1: explain in in the series? Do they explain how he has this information? It's not like directly explained, but you
0: realize he has connections.
1: Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm definitely intrigued by this. I. It's a unique can't story.
0: Recommend this enough, and I also can't understand how this hasn't been made again into a TV yeah. show. I, I, as I was looking up, reading up on the ending, as I often do with stories, to be like, did I miss something? Um, <laughs> but I saw that Tom Hardy was actually, I think, championing this to get made back in 2015. So wow. I think it's that would be something. I, it is something that's kind of like a work in progress as far as trying to get it made. At one point in time, well, they I were going to make a video game based around it, which was interesting. Th- it
1: would make a great video game. Make
0: a great. Are you familiar with Telltale Games at all? No. Essentially, it's uh, they did a Walking Dead version. They also did a game uh, called The Wolf Among Us, which is based on the comic Fable, which is really okay. interesting. Essentially, what it is is a lot of it involves uh, making choices and um they also did a Batman version of it too but essentially you go and um you know a lot of them involve like the Walking Dead one you're a guy and you survive and it's not based on in the comics it's a brand new storyline and um you know, you're in situations where you, you you are leading this group of people and you only have four pieces of food to give out, but there's 10 people in your group. Who do you give the food to and why? Okay. And based on what you give to, those people will remember your decision and they'll either hold it against you or they'll support you. And like, those are the kinds of like the trees that you go along as far as how this stuff goes. And this seems like this would be really good. It's like, do you kill someone or not?
1: Right. Absolutely. Because there's a game I can't <clears throat>
0: recommend enough called uh, The Wolf Among Us, which it, 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 it was one of the, I had so much fun playing the game. And the end of yeah. the game, I was like caught because there's a lot of times where it gives you a time, like you have 15 seconds to make a choice, and you're like, Gee, okay, you're like, what do I do? Uh, uh. And I got to the end of the game, and I was like, I feel like I was confident that I made the right choice, and then there's this last little scene where I was like, motherfucker, <laughs> I fucked up. I was like, God, you <laughs> fucking pricks. I was like, I was, I heard all the voices in my head. I was like, do it, don't do it, do it, don't do it. That doesn't make yeah. sense you're a reasonable person, but does that make What's the evidence? I'm like, ah, and I made the decision and I was like, ah, I don't think that was the right one.
1: <laughs> now, is that a computer game? It is a computer
0: game. I think you can also play it All on right. PlayStation. It's an older game, but it, the thing is, it's like, again, it's, it's like a choose your own yeah. adventure kind of thing. And it's really, yeah. really cool. And they could do that with this. But I'm assuming with the violence, they probably tried to make it an action game or something like that. But. Sure, yeah.
1: I think I think with uh, I, there's I still say there's a good chance that this could be if Tom Hart is championing this because I mean, look how long it took Ryan Reynolds to get Deadpool made. True. I mean, right? and, look and how long boys. it took Seth and Evan to get uh, the yeah either the boys or mm-hmm. a preacher like yeah. It's, you just gotta have the right script, the right uh, network, the right people in that network saying yes. Like it's just gotta fit. It's it's gotta hit right, but it can happen. It just might take a little. I while.
0: did read that Showtime was very close. To moving forward with it, but because okay. of recent shootings and violence, uh, that's they, tough, were like, yeah. they were like they were like, I don't think this is a good idea. Um, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. It is definitely a violent, violent. Uh, you know, it's not like over the top violent, but it's violent. Like it, it's right. for me, it's the right amount of violence based on the world and the stuff that's happening in it. So, sure. Yeah. Um. It's definitely not something that you know you're gonna take lightly. But it's not. I don't think it's overly sexual. I mean, there's definitely sex okay. that happens in it, and there's gross people in it. There's gross characters, but it's also not like preacher.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> but nothing boys. more than what we. I was gonna say nothing more than what we've uh, there. We've seen some pretty fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. You know on. On some of these, surf- like, you know, HBO and Showtime yeah. and even AMC for that matter. So I, I don't think it's, you know, it's any the, – the shootings I can understand, but all the other content, I, I can't imagine that anyone would really bat an eye at any of that stuff, you know? Yeah,
0: I agree. Um, but it was – it's it's a great comic. I can't recommend it enough. It was just such a fun story, and I was so excited to start the last one, the last uh, volume, and then as I finished up, I was like, God
1: damn it. That's
0: one of those things like yeah. you finish, you're like, fuck. Ah, yeah, what am I going to read now? I wish.
1: And <clears throat> is there? Did they? Did they definitely close it down yeah. so there's no possibility? Of I think there's more... like
0: some spinoff stuff that give you some more backstories on certain characters yeah, at a different yeah. time. But I'm like, I don't have any interest in reading those. But it was just yeah. a, it was a hard stop, and you're like, oh, what really happened? But you can guess. <laughs> you can guess what happened. You're like, oh, okay, all right, that, all right. Yeah. It was cool. It was very, very cool, and it was very, very interesting. So um, check it out. It's, it's a really fun read. Highly recommend.
1: Who would it. you? Who would you cast? uh, I've been racking my brain.
0: (laughs) Have you? Yeah. I've been racking my brain. Like I don't, because there's a couple characters that are just so fucking cool. Like there's just so there's this character called Cole Burns, and you don't ever really see him do much, but people are terrified of him, because he is a he's like a super cool kind of killer. I I imagine 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 like Tyler Durden. But like less flamboyant and less kind of like crazy, but the kind of guy that walks into a room and people are like, "Oh
1: shit, okay." I mean, would you cast Tom Hardy in that role? Ah, uh, I don't know if Tom Hardy has the right look for it. Okay, because the look. So of the you're comic, basing it off of the artwork too. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's oh, I'm trying to think of who Tom Hardy would be. Um. Oh man, I don't know. I mean, you could probably get Jason Momoa to be one of the guys. I, th- I could think of a guy. He could probably be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just
1: looking at uh, at uh, Cole Burns here. Yeah, some art he, artwork of he's him. He's a pretty. Yeah, you're right. Tom Hardy's not. You know who I would who I would put in this role? Who's that? Who you could put in this role is Joseph Gordon Levitt. You think so? I think you could. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if I quite see I, that. I, <clears throat> you know, and I did. I underestimated. Uh, I underestimated JGL uh, until uh, the. Um, Ah shit! What's the uh, what's the movie he did where he he directed and produced? Uh, oh, Don Juan. Don Juan, yeah. Or Don John. Don yeah. I was like, ah, you know what? Maybe, maybe I could see. Uh, maybe I could see him in that. There. there is an actor this character looks like. Though. I know. I can't. Johnny Depp. That's who it looks like. A young Johnny Depp. Oh, absolutely, a young Johnny Depp. But I mean, we're that ship has sailed. Oh, so a long we can't, time ago. We can't go back there. For sure a young Johnny Depp could pull this off but there's another actor right now who I've seen uh who oh man I really wish I could think of who that was that's going to drive me nuts now Yeah I'll think on that Well there's a really cool
0: image that shows uh if you google um 100 bullets and then you just go to images it should be like the fourth from the left on the top row and it Oh uh, all the yeah, all the people Everyone at a bar like that's all the the go, main yeah. players at a bar and um it would be really interesting to see. I mean, you could probably do – there's the girl that's uh,
1: – the Hispanic girl, Dizzy. She's from Chicago. And, I don't know. Is she the one in the red top? Yeah. Um, I would say Rosario Dawson for her.
0: Ooh. I would love to see Rosario Dawson play that role because that would be a very interesting role to do. That girl's got a really – everyone has like a really dark history.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you what. What would be fun is le- – I, I, you said you you rented this from uh, the uh, the library. library. Okay, so I think my let's make this a, my uh, my goal will now be to rent this from the Chicago Public Library. Hopefully, you can find uh, it. I hope I can. Yeah. If if not, maybe I can find it on. I'll I'll get it on Kindle or something. But I, let me let me read through this and then let's do. We'll do an episode on casting. Yeah. We'll see if we can figure fun. out. We'll see if we can figure out who we can cast in this. If we'll uh, put it out to, we'll put it out to the uh, the listeners yes. too. If you guys want to. Uh, Read along and then pr- get prepared for that episode and let us know who you would cast in this. And too. if you
0: have read it, please reach out to us and let us know who you'd cast in what role because uh, yeah. that would be fun. I bet Clint Eastwood could play one of these older dudes. He totally could. Oh, he could play Agent Graves, I bet.
1: Is that the main dude that
0: hands the shit out? Uh uh-huh. Oh, I bet he, he would be a, a perfect fit for that. The other guy, it's unfortunately the guy that passed away that did the, he was the uh, uh, drill sergeant in Full Metal Jacket. Oh, Arlie Emery. Yeah, he would have been great for that role as well. Um, I could see. Maybe a little too brash for it because Agent Graves is very smooth, collected, you know, but he's also like, (laughs) he's the same guy who can talk anyone down. Like, someone points a gun at him, he's like, go ahead and do it, you pussy. Like, he just does not.
1: (laughs) But he says it in a
0: way where he's like, I know you're not going to do it, you know? Yeah. And it's really, really interesting on how that stuff goes. But yeah.
1: I definitely, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give this a shot. I, 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 this, this looks like it'd be right up my alley. Yeah, it's. I feel like I'd like this one. Yeah.
0: So, glowing endorsement for this. Not a glowing endorsement for Wreck It Ralph two. <laughs> <laughs> but hundred bullets. Is Sorry, Ralph Definitely 2. a fun ride. It's it's five trades. I think it's a hundred issues. Um,
1: so it's it's worth a read. I can't recommend it enough. I uh, would you recommend? <laughs> Would you recommend me finishing the Walking Dead compendium first? No. <laughs> I mean, have you enjoyed that so far? I have enjoyed it, but for some reason I hit a wall. Yeah. And I was like, I think, I think what it is is that I, I watched the show uh-huh. from the beginning, and I did like I watched the show before I read it. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm having a hard time getting through reading it now because I was so invested in the characters from the show. Yeah. I think it almost soured it for me because
0: I watched the I think the first three seasons and then I read no I re- I watched the first two seasons and then I read both those compendiums and um and I, I went on from there but then I also just realized like it's it's a fun ride but then I was like I'm good to stop it was kind of like watching the first four seasons of Mad Men and being like I'm good right I don't right need to see exactly. how this ends yeah. I'm fine like yeah.
1: <laughs> Because I mean, yeah, it starts to because that's what I've been, and it's it, actually I want to because we'll talk about this a little bit more, you know, when we have Beth on. But I uh, I'm starting to get to that point where I'm 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 getting a little shaky, a little un, a little wavery yeah. on uh, on on the actual show right now. So I I can see that in the uh, in the book too, where you know where you might get that get that way. I just yeah. it, there's only so many times you can go through the same kind of you know the same kind of shit. They do a good job of keeping it suspenseful for yeah. them, but it's. It's starting to get that that point where I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, there's there's
0: definitely parts in that. Um, I, I like the the comic more than I. There were some cool things in the show. I think they did really. Well. I think they did Shane better in the show than they did in the comic. Yeah. Um, and there's some really great, powerful stuff. But the comic, I feel like, just it, it really hit some really great notes. And um, the show, I feel like, took some shortcuts and they had some cop outs. Again, the reason why I stopped watching it was um, because of season three. <laughs> And what they did sure, with the governor, yeah. I was like, "Fuck you guys!" I was so mad. I still am to this day. Fuck them. Like, it, it, it's such a that's such a dick move and such a. It's sh- and
1: see, I still, I still, <laughs> I still think you have you, you have a, an, un, un, an irrational uh, reaction to it.
0: But well, I don't see you build up to this confrontation that doesn't
1: happen. It does happen though in season four, right? So I'm like, why would you do that? Like that's a, because it's a fucking cliffhanger. Name me, tell me one show that doesn't do a cliffhanger.
0: It's a shitty cliffhanger is what it is. It's a terrible Well, I mean, that's
1: your that's your opinion on that, but it's a that's cliffhanger nonetheless. the fact
0: that you can read on the internet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, to me, I was like, I, I don't mind cliffhangers. I mean, there's there's some really well done cliffhangers. That one was yeah. a terrible one in my opinion because you lead to this conversation that doesn't happen. And, and when everyone goes, dude, it happens in season four, I'm like, it shouldn't have happened in season four. It should have happened in season three. And there was just so many characters that annoyed the shit out of me, and it was it was such a disservice to what they had done, and it was really really irritating to me. And um, I was like, you know that, but Rick, Rick was like, you know, this isn't a democracy, whatever. And then the other end of the the series is like, guys, this is a democracy. And I was like, God, what the fuck? There's no development. There's no development. Like we just go to that way and then we come back. And there's no democracy. It, this is one. Fuck you. Fuck you. What the fuck?
1: Doug. Doug definitely would not have. Doug would not have made it in that because he would have fed himself to the zombies. Doug would have gone the way of Carol in the comics and gone. You know what? I'm out of here. Fuck you, Rick. Oh, I would have stayed with the scientist and like let's blow our, blow ourselves up. Let's go out like let's bosses. Just kid-
0: Let's We're not going to feel anything, man. Uh, yeah. This thing's going to nuke. We'll be good to go. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Did they? I can't remember. Did they cut? They didn't do that scene in the comics, did no. they? Because I was going to say, I don't remember that. I know it's been a while since I read Compendium 1, but I don't remember that at all. No,
0: that, that was. Okay. And again, I also appreciate the creative liberties they took with the show. versus yeah, absolutely. The, I always appreciate that. I don't, I don't always look for a direct adaptation as long as it makes sense. Yeah. There's times where people are like, they're going to make a change. And just it, like, what? why did you make that change? It didn't matter.
1: I, th- <laughs> I don't understand. You have to make that. Ch- yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. I, don't get it. Um, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I will tell you um, that uh, there are some people that would survive in the zombie apocalypse. Oh, really? What kind of people are yes. those? It's people that partake in a very specific tradition that's been going on for Some say eons, some say uh, three and a half years. Oh, my gosh. Would you say that's a throwdown? It's the throwdown! That is correct. Uh, So today's throwdown, I had uh, what I thought was a really good throwdown, locked and loaded. And you threw me for a fucking loop. Loop Loop-de-loop. When you brought it up. And so today's throwdown... Yeah, uh, I I think is probably my one of one of my favorites that we've done so far. Today's throwdown is going to be Catboy versus Owlette versus Gecko. That's right. PJ Masks are fucking throwing down, Doug.
0: Oh my god. Um, yeah, you're welcome. I hate you for this. Yeah,
1: I know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Two of the three will die in this. <laughs> so you're welcome. Or will they all die? <laughs> it's, well, I mean, you know, they we don't win unless they all die.
0: Well, we run to our typical speed versus strength when you have
1: Catboy versus Gecko, cuz Gecko is known for his strength. So let me let me read the uh I'll read the character bios here. Uh and then we can so so we can uh kind of have a nice rounded. So Connor, uh the Catboy, uh blue-eyed boy with brown hair, he transforms. He wears a blue uh, costume with cat ears and a thin feline tail. He has super hearing using cat ears. He can leap high and far using super cat jump and sprints fast using super cat speed or just super speed. <laughs> uh, he's got, he's uh, got both. Have, just
0: super speed and super cat a,
1: speed. Right. I, just, I need to go kind of fast. So super speed. Uh, when on a mission, he sometimes likes to narrate his actions. His main flaws are his impulsiveness and his need to control. Uh, Flaws which can be exploited. He drives a cat car, and he lives in a house. Uh, He's got a (laughs) cat that's named after him. He lives in a house. Owlette. uh, It's an auburn-eyed girl with brown hair who wears red glasses. She transforms uh, into wearing a red costume with a winged-shaped cape. She has owl eyes, which lets her see things that are far away, up close. She also has super super owl wing wind. All right. Her vehicle is an owl glider, which can also do a super owl, which can also do a super owl wingwind. Uh, <laughs> she is housed in the top segment of the uh, Remember tower. Remember, Justin, you
0: did this to yourself.
1: <laughs> I really am regretting this. Uh, she has an owl named Birdie. That's a thing. Uh, and then we got Gecko, is a uh, green-eyed, blonde-haired boy. He transforms into a green costume with a thick reptilian tail fins on top of his head his powers are super gecko camouflage to go invisible or bend into his, blend into his surroundings super gecko muscles or super muscles to lift heavy things super lizard grip to climb walls or anchor himself to stop vehicles or, or super lizard what super lizard water run to walk on water so he's jesus mm-hmm. he's jesus meets the hulk uh he has exhibited enough strength to lift a mobile laboratory off the ground. His vehicle is the Gecko Mobile, which is also a s- submersible vehicle which can travel underwater and also ride up and over buildings via land on tank treads, which is slower than the cat car. All right, I think mobile, we got it. All right. <laughs> I feel like Gecko just, they've overpowered Gecko.
0: Well, here's the thing. Owlette, aside from her ability to fly and like use her, her wings, I don't see any real attacks. Doug, it's super owl wingwind. Wingwind. Um, I I don't. I haven't seen her do much other than just evade. So sure, okay. Can she dodge gecko? Sure, but she sure as heck isn't going to stop him. Right. Um, Catboy is fast, so um, I feel like you know if anyone's going to like do a super cat leap and get Owlette, it will be Catboy. I was gonna say I feel like Catboy takes down Owlette for sure, but uh, with Gecko being able to go camouflage, I feel like he can lay a trap because Connor can easily be manipulated because you know he has his 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 issues, and I think uh, Greg just essentially camouflages himself. He lets Owlette and Catboy duke it out. I think Catboy wins that, and then uh, Gecko gets. Catboy so frustrated, and he leaps out using super gecko strength and breaks his neck.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, the thing is, I mean, he's he can he can climb walls, mm-hmm. he can stop vehicles, he can walk or run on water, mm-hmm. he can he's got super strength, he can blend into surroundings. There's there's no way that Catboy there's zero there's zero chance Catboy walks out of this alive. No, no, absolutely
0: not. Yeah, Greg's smart enough to let Catboy take down Owlette, and then he just kills Catboy.
1: Yeah. And that is why Greg is the one, 30 years later who is still living with his demons because he killed his two best friends. Yes, because it needed to be done. It's... Greg Gecko for the win.
0: The worst part too is when they do the intro and they say who they are, and his is the worst because the Greg becomes Gecko. I hate the way he says it. It drives me nuts. Hold on. No. Uh, no. Yep. We're doing it. Oh, you're welcome, America and beyond, and Australia. Welcome.
1: As I'm playing this, are you picturing it? Can you see the intro? Uh, mostly. Ugh. Oh, Gecko's got murder in his eyes. You can Leslie? see in this intro, he has murder in his eyes. Yeah. Yeah, he's looking for blood. This is the most. PJ Masks, got a PJ Masks.
0: It's the right
1: time to fight crime. I can't think of a rhyme PJ Masks, PJ Masks, PJ Masks. So he's the strong dumb one who murders and, everyone Yeah just like Lenny
0: from of Mice and Men <laughs> Right it's The most Disney- most unevent un, unimagined theme song ever where they just basically say their names over and over PJ Mask right. for the PJ Masks. <laughs> for a record they all gets stuck in your head Jill will do that around oh, the yeah, house. No, I'm, I'm like, not happy
1: that I just Jill, not happy. Jill I just starts sitting
0: there around the house. I'm like, you can shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't say that to you often, but ah, you ah. can shut the fuck up right now. Stop it.
1: So, Doug, Doug, what do you have to, to promote? I feel time? like I've done it pretty hard, but 100 bullets, guys, go out and yeah. read it.
0: It's it's worth it. It's really good. 100 bullets.
1: What do you got? Uh, I'm hardcore. Going to recommend PJ Masks. <sighs> just I think everyone should watch at least watch the intro. I think you guys understand now that Justin is your enemy.
0: All right, gang. You're welcome. (laughs) No, you're welcome. Thank you for listening, you all. Uh, Please feel free to reach out to us on our social medias. You can find us on our Facebook. Look for our page there. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at MindGapPodcast. And you can also email us at gmail, MindGapPodcast at gmail.com. And Justin can be reached also in a diligent and secure way on the Internet.
1: That's true. If you go to HTTPS colon backslash backslash. Sorry, two forward slashes, not backslashes. (laughs) You're done. www.instagram.com. You can find me uh, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, And then while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify. And on Google Podcasts. You can subscribe to us. You can review us. You can share us around all the things that we ask you to do that mean a lot to us and take very little effort on your part. And we thank you. When you do them, uh, we've had a, a couple people write some new reviews, and that's very, very thank, uh, very, um, very, very thankful, very much. Yes. Okay. Big thankful fun time now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then 2 east8th.com/slash/mindgap and 2 east8th.com/slash/the-best-bar-podcast-ever. Um, and then also keep an eye out for uh, we're filming some stuff for Chris and Matt's new uh, show, which is coming up in May. So keep an eye on their YouTube channel and keep an eye on their uh, social medias, The Chris and Matt Show, because they've got a new show coming out, and it's going to be pretty awesome this year.
0: And not only that, but you all are awesome. Thank you for communicating with us and chatting with us and engaging with us. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Dummies.